interrupt your regularly scheduled programming to bring you some breaking news. There's been reports all over the area of something crazy going on. Something big. People's homes, their minds even, are being taken over by something called... What is it they're calling it? They're calling it Bad Movie Debate. Period piece, at least, but... Yeah, see, uh, that's the thing. Mine, mine aren't all period piece and stuff. Some of them yeah. are. Um, some of them are, like two of the or one of them is literally just not even in this world and i think we both i think both this, i think these movies are on both of our lists uh, but we'll get to it um first and foremost hello welcome to bad movie debate it's me jacob bab we're doing it we're finally back doing another debate and we have michael lepage michael say what's up What's up? Happy to be here. Been <laughs> he talking did it. about it for a while. Been... Yeah, we've been building up to this one like behind the scenes for a while, just like <laughs> chatting about it. And we're like, we can't do it yet. We have to hold our thoughts. Uh-huh, until now. Yeah, and it's, it's finally a while. Oh yeah, lots of lots of foreplay, and it's finally it's mm-hmm. finally lot of, lots of flirting, and now here we are. We're finally getting down and dirty, and it's gonna yeah. be. I think it's gonna be a bit of a doozy. Um, I'll go ahead and say this one's kind of hard for me to say negative things about because it's just a quote unquote classic. Um, But we'll get into that. Uh, So as we were talking about, I don't know if that conversation will be in the recording or not, but we were just talking about, so it's fantasy movie. It's a fantasy movie. Um, Loose interpretation of fantasy on my part. Michael said he was going a little more period PC, so what are your top five fantasy or fantasy-like movies to like give yourself some legitimacy in this discussion? Yeah. So like I said, I kind of went more towards the like medieval style in somewhat, or at least like period piece. Yeah. And, you know, somewhat fantasy. Um, my first one, I almost didn't put this on just because it felt like too easy lord of the rings <laughs> yeah that's uh, that's the first thing i put on my list is exactly all, I'm like, th- all three of the lord of the rings as one is my yeah. is my first one <laughs> like uh, yeah. that's that's kind of what i did i put fellowship just because that's my favorite of yeah. the three. Oh yeah I, um, I can get behind that yeah you know i just like the it's the most like magical of them like when yeah. you find everything out and it's you know oh yeah just all the exposition is just like so cool and it's just like this is how the magic works this is how all the people these are all the different kind of races of people that live in this world and stuff and it's just like oh hell yeah it's pretty oh, rad yeah. and like also uh shit's fucked up fix it <laughs> like ah, ah. yeah setting the scene for this like epic story but mm-hmm. yeah I, I almost didn't because it felt too softball but i had to so i've yeah. got lord of the rings um I've got Pirates of the Caribbean, oh. Curse of the Black Pearl. Oh, fuck. I should have put that on my list. I love Curse of the Black Pearl. Such a good oh movie. My I, God. I kind of forget about those sometimes because mm-hmm. like, that movie alone is almost in the tier of the like Harry Potters and Lord yeah. of the Rings. Like, no, the first one there. is just ridiculous. Like the second, the next two are like not bad, yeah. but there's, there's something super magical like about the first one. Like, that's just so good. It's just so all time Johnny Depp being perfect. Just, yeah, it's it's uh, if he ever he, he that's the Oscar right there. They fucked up. Yeah, that's, they should like that's his best role ever. They and should have given it to everybody. Him. Everybody knows it. Fuck, <laughs> that's a that's a good one. I cannot believe I didn't put that on my mm-hmm. list. But and it's 
it's not uh, quite medieval, but it's still got the period piece kind of thing going for it. Yeah, it's it, got that. It's, it's got that same vibe. It's still it's still set in that uh like expansionism, like right. British imperialism era and stuff. Uh-huh. And like they then they stay very true to that in the best way possible. Uh-huh. So, fuck, that's a good one. All right, what's um, next? <laughs> So, so I've got <laughs> this next one. It's not necessarily fantasy, but it's definitely falls into medieval. Uh, mm-hmm. Kingdom of Heaven. Oh, okay, yeah, that's Ridley With Scott, Orlando right? Blue. Yeah, the Ridley Scott one. I, I think, think so. I think yeah, he did that. I'm, I'm yeah. not exactly sure, but Kingdom of Heaven. Yeah, I'm pretty positive. Yeah, but Orlando Bloom. Yeah, like, it's like the Crusades one. Yeah, um, and you just can't goes out there. Orlando Bloom and fantasy. Obviously, we're Lord of the yeah. Rings fans. You can't really go wrong. He's really exactly. good at. Oh, Empires yeah. of the Caribbean. Yeah. 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 Definitely movies he got off of. Lord, he, Lord of the Orlando Rings, Bloom you know? is in all three of yours. Is Orlando Bloom your favorite I guess actor? Maybe I'm just a big Orlando Bloom guy. <laughs> is he so. your favorite actor? <laughs> he's my favorite. He's, <laughs> he might he's be. so cute. <laughs> he is. He is. There's no denying that. He is, uh, yeah. <laughs> you got the, the long blonde hair. I mean, different uh, looks in all of them. But like, oh, yeah. Still, still but stuff, they're all, you know? they all work. Yeah, they all work for him. He's my T-Swift, <laughs> my... Orlando Bloom eras. <laughs> yes, that's exactly what we're doing right now. Like, Ironically, oh, Amelia man. was Legolas for Halloween that one year, too. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> so oh. maybe that has something to do with it. I don't know. Maybe I subconsciously forced yeah. her into that. <laughs> yeah, I think I think you were really, you were probably really pushing. Really pushing it. She's like, no, like, <laughs> but like, that's a dude. Like, I don't want to necessarily be a dude. And you're like, no, 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 no. You have blonde hair. It's fine. It's fine. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> all right um so for my my fourth one is hook oh hook we were talking about it a little bit uh this yeah. week it came up um not orlando bloom so that's good not, uh, no it, it, i was say was he a kid in it i was like he could have been a fucking side character kid yeah he could have been a child in there he could have been i'm Rufio gonna and i'm, I'm gonna it. i'm gonna say that he was a an uncredited like backup child in that movie so yeah he was all, the lost boy at the very like top of the yeah, treehouse so he yeah. was asleep and you didn't yeah, hear from and, him but yeah you did you like he popped his head out for a second and then like went back to sleep yeah for exactly. sure yeah. that is a good one though good old rock yeah and Rob again, twenty nine percent on Rotten Tomatoes. That that one might have to be. That's kind of what started the conversation. Yeah, debated. Like, like, yeah, that's kind of like I haven't seen it in a really long time. But I mean, it's Robin Williams. It's fucking Peter Pan. Like, it's come on. Yeah, like, right. I, I thought I always on. thought it was a classic, but apparently yeah. not to Rotten Tomatoes. That's literally um, why this whole fucking podcast exists. Like seeing movies and be like, oh my god, the movie's amazing, and seeing critics just shit all over these movies. That I'm oh, like, oh yeah, wow. like that's Endless the whole reason. Field. Yeah, exactly. Yeah exactly um and so for the fifth one i went with um the disney robin hood the oh the cartoon like the robin and hood shit? the fox, like the and, fox shit. and shit oh yeah. my god dude i mean very yes. much a kids movie but like that was my favorite disney movie growing dude up. no that's that's one of the best nick his he loves lord of the rings and that is one of his favorite Disney movies and he doesn't really give a fuck about like Disney or like kids movies and stuff, but he loves that fucking movie. So, I mean, it all tracks. It's so that's, I mean, that's high fantasy right there. Like honestly, it really is like that shit gets really into the Robin Hood stuff. Um, fuck. Okay. Cause I, I was thinking about putting the, um, I didn't put this on my list. We'll get to my list here in a second, but, uh, the sword and the stone Disney one, uh, with, uh, yeah, like the typical Merlin, like that Merlin scene. I just is like 
permanently in my head. I fucking love that shit. Uh-huh. Um, and then uh, the Black Cauldron is another really good one. I don't even know if I've seen that. Honestly, it's I might not have even good. seen Sword and Stone. Or like, Dude, oh my maybe god, maybe it was like gotta... in between. When it was, I was. It's it's kind of like I think I think the Robin Hood one is the older one so it's more of the classic but the sword and the stone is pretty old too and i think the black cauldron is more like 80s or 90s yeah yeah but like they're both really really good disney fantasy movies i'm pretty sure black cauldron is also disney um but it regardless those are both really really good i was thinking about those too Mm -hmm. um but anyway uh so mine lord of the rings all three of them uh obviously I'm not going to pick one because <laughs> when I watch them, I like to do the 12 hours straight. If oh, I can, yeah. if I have Best the time, I'm like, I'm, this is what I'm doing. It's like order <laughs> some pizza, have some beer ready to go and just fucking just take it all in. It's, it's obviously the best. We don't need to talk about it. Everybody knows it. Um, I put like Harry Potter, like yeah. the, Harry, the whole, like the entirety of Harry Potter, um, super integral to my childhood you know uh, yeah. and stuff obviously those are almost yeah i've almost gotten to the point where like i watch harry potter more than lord of the rings like i feel like they're a little bit easier to just throw on and like yeah and it's also well, it's also like when we were growing up abc family harry potter weekend you know, oh yeah literally turn <laughs> turn on the tv and it would just be like oh there's the fourth one again yeah, because right. that's, that's it was always yeah. the fourth one. It was always the fourth one. Whenever <laughs> really I turned was. it on, they loved that one. whenever I turned it on, I was always playing the fourth one. Even though I'd been uh-huh. playing all of them all weekend, it was always the fucking fourth one. Um, so I've seen that one a million times. Um, so that's probably my least favorite one. Best one is definitely Prisoner of Azkaban. Oh yeah, it's so the dark. introduction to Sirius Black that's and so uh, good. Lupin. Yes, oh Lupin's my like my favorite Harry Potter character. I think He's I will say though so the best. The best opening scene in a Harry Potter movie, I believe it's the sec- the first part of the last one. The uh these are dark times. Like like just yeah. right there. It's like boom. It's like, oh shit. <laughs> like, oh shit. Like that's that's the best intro one, but Prisoner of Azkaban is the best one for sure. Yeah. Um so Lord of the Rings, Harry Potter, like the whole things. Um as everybody knows, I'm an A24. Like, mm, yeah. baddie. I'm a baddie for A24. Oh, yeah. So, The Green Knight is on my wondering. I was wondering so, if you were going to put that on there. It's. Uh, I just watched it the other night. So, I actually got um, – I actually have it right here. I'm going to show it to you. Uh, it's, it's only audio, so nobody else will see this. But So, I got this at work. It's uh, The Green Knight, but it's uh, D&D. Oh, shit. So, like, A24 teamed up with uh, – like a role-playing game company. I don't think it's the same as the one. Um, no, it's not the same one that does D&D, but like they teamed up to like make like a role-playing game with like pre-made characters and like and like a couple of quests and stuff. And you like get to like basically yeah. live out in that world and stuff. And I was like, That's oh sweet. my God, I have to buy that. So I rewatched the movie because I got that like a week or two ago. So I watched it last week again for the first time in a while and i was like man this shit's so fucking good <laughs> it's just so dude funny. i need to rewatch it honestly i saw it in theaters yeah and i'm so mad i, I didn't see it in theaters i don't know i like you visually beautiful like very yes. cool that definitely helps 
I'm almost too just like dark and shadowy the entire fucking time for me. Yeah. You know, I mean, like, I mean, that's just kind of A24. They're it's just like dicks about it and they're going to like of course, really yeah. hit hard. Exactly. It's um, like they're A24 is super douchey, but <laughs> they do it so well and it's always so good that I'm like, I'm going to. But they can do whatever, yeah. they, whatever very, the fuck they want. <laughs> like, yeah, very quality fun. studio, obviously. But that one, I like I said, I need to rewatch it because at the time, maybe I was hoping it would be something that's not quite. And I wasn't, mm-hmm. I'm not, I mean, I'm familiar with 824, but I'm not like in their pocket well enough to oh, be yeah. like, okay, this is what I'm yeah. getting. I need to accept that. Well, it's kind of it like, it's, it's like not to get, we're not we're not going to derail everything and go to talk about the green Knight, but it's like, yeah, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> it's, Oh no, no, no. I mean, I, I'm just not, no, no, that's cool. I'm just like, I would, I'm trying to stop. My, I'm saying uh-huh. that for my own benefit. So I yeah. don't <laughs> get into it. Um, it's based off of the fucking, you know, uh, King Arthur, yeah. green Knight, and like King Arthur round table. Like it's, it's a poem of an offshoot of that whole thing and stuff. And like, it's an old English poem and stuff. Yeah. And like, they're just like, well, we're going to f- make a story out of this and just put a lot of like really awesome, beautiful shots in there and visually story tell to tell this yeah. poem. And I just eat that shit up. So I loved it. And also I, I haven't watched it in a while and I got like such a different perspective this time. Now that I, since I knew how it was going to happen and stuff, yeah. I, like I was like, this is hitting differently and making it even better since yeah. I know everything, you know? Um, yeah. I need to go back and like appreciate it for what it is. And like, I definitely mean, definitely worth said, a, like a, a thousand year old poem. Yeah. Exactly. They're retelling. It's pretty exactly. sick. It's pretty sweet. Um, yeah. uh, actually, I have a lot more to say about that kind of thing for this movie. Uh, Cause okay. I actually came across some stuff that I was not expecting. Um, yeah. or I didn't realize, I guess, I guess I should have expected. Um, so, my next one is um, it's a show, but it's a recent show that I really enjoyed. And it's like definitely fantasy. Uh, the Sandman on Netflix. Oh, okay. The Neil Gaiman. Uh, like it's a Neil Gaiman oh, like comic series um, from like a while ago. But uh, Netflix made the show and like the first season just came out like, I don't know, maybe like eight months ago give or take okay and that shit was so fucking good it's like super it's 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 super fantastical where the main character his name is dream is one of his name is dreams because he's like the god of dreams and he gets trapped by some occultist for this is the very beginning this is kind of like the plot so it's not really spoilers but like he gets trapped by some occultist for a hundred years and during that time period um people either can't sleep or never wake up from sleeping because oh, wow. he's the God of dreams. And like, yeah. while he's like, and so like, there's like, it was like the, like the sleeping like disease or whatever. And you either couldn't sleep or you wouldn't wake up and stuff. And like Jeez. all these stories and like, he like breaks out of it and like goes and tries to figure out what's going on. And he has brothers and sisters. Who's like death envy, like, and like all these other different entities that kind of control the lives of humans and stuff. But like, which is crazy. Cause like they're very human characters, but they're gods that control like our emotions and like some of our physicality and stuff. And it's, it's, it's really good. It's really deep. It's, uh, it's awesome. It, it, it's that awesome. sounds super cool. Um, I'll have to check that out. Yeah. And Neil, uh, Neil Gaiman does not miss when he writes yeah. either. So like, it's, I love, it's I love him. awesome. Um, also has awesome. just the most, 
soothing voice. I've listened oh to some God. of his audiobooks, and it's just I know. Like I need to voice. I need to listen to some of his audiobooks because I've like read some of his work. Love Sandman. Um, loved all the stuff based on his stuff and i need to listen to him narrate some of his own work because i'm sure it would hit super hard Um, and then my final one um so yeah we're talking about that super deep like entities trying to be human and interacting in that world my last one is shrek yeah 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 there we go shrek is the just like so the most simple like you know no dude shrek is that fantasy gas dude like, so good yeah i didn't even think about that being that's what i say when i was I'll looking at this i googled fantasy movies and there was like all kinds of shit coming up and i was just yeah. like i was like well i would need something a little more like fantasy you know and it's yeah. like and i was like oh my god shrek like shrek, shrek. like it's of a course. great movie yeah it's a great oh, movie yeah. the way it plays on the tropes of fantasy and stuff and like and like just kind of puts them on their head and like and like the adult humor in it obviously it's great mm-hmm. the kid humor is obviously great because i loved it as a kid now i love it even more because i realized there was all this other shit going on um it's high fantasy so I good will, that's... i will not argue with anybody about that that's high fantasy oh, in the discussion top notch. that's <laughs> another one we had in the in our suburban that had the dvd player it was this and then <laughs> a knight's tale were two of the mainstays. It just always stayed in there. So like, I'm sure my parents would quote the entire thing. Like never got to watch them, but can quote the entire movie because they were driving. Because they were driving, but they were like, all right. Uh, Like, yeah, they just know everything. That's fucking perfect. Um, So now that we've got our, we've established ourselves a little bit. So Mm. we're talking about a knight's tale and it's specifically a knight's tale we're gonna get into why it's called a, a knight's tale again i, I kind of went down a tiny bit of a rabbit hole and was like whoa this is deeper than i realized um it's been a while since i've seen it so thanks okay probably, i'm interested to hear this i'm a very it may be, it may be obvious at times it may be obvious and like but like i haven't seen it it's been like 10 years since i've seen it really um, yeah. probably and uh it's been a while but it's been it's been it's been a hot minute for sure but um so we're doing a Knight's Tale, Heath Ledger, R.I.P. Um, Legend. God, ugh. it's so sad, but we won't get into that. I can't have that conversation right now. Um, so as always, Rotten Tomatoes, IMDb, Metacritic scores, just to give a lay of the land. So Rotten Tomatoes critic score is 59%, which I try to go for stuff that's 60 or lower. Yeah. Because <laughs> that, uh, and stuff, because like 50 and lower is like, ah, that's mostly pure trash, except for like, you know, like Hook is 29. You're like, whoa. But yeah. like 60 or lower is like, you're like a failing grade. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. if you were taking a test. So like right. failing grade. So this counts. And I'm like, 59. I was like, when we were talking about it, I looked it up. I was, sh- I was shocked. I was like, really? I was like, yeah. I could understand like a 65, like I could get that, but like a 59, really? I know, just to put it, I mean, even like, if they just went up to 60, I would feel better about it. Yeah, but just it's like, just something about the, it, way. it's something about the five that's just yeah. like, you're like, no, you're just, I mean, like, absolutely not. <laughs> right, because when you get, you get a 60, you're still failing, but you get into the 50s you're just like oh i'm terrible at this yeah like, just like, i no, need this to is just awful. get out of this class yeah and... i gotta yeah is it too late to drop this class yeah, <laughs> like i can't exactly. do this yeah exactly um audience score 79 percent. so makes sense yeah no surprise there um thought it thought it was going to be a little bit higher right yeah um, than that i can't imagine on that one i'm not liking it that much but I yeah know. i know they're out uh, there i'm sure 
They're out there, you know, assholes. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, no, I mean, I, I, I hate this movie. I, yeah. I, have to I mean, asshole. Like yourself, you know? <laughs> yeah, like me, I'm an asshole because I hate this movie. I have to get back into character uh, a little bit. Um, and IMDb, that's all users, 6.9. So about the same, like mid, most people like it. Some uh-huh. people are assholes like me. Um, and then Metacritic is 56 from their critics and their user and their user is 7.1 out of 10. So, okay. So pretty much the lowest of the three. Usually, honestly, like people like, uh, always shit on Rotten Tomatoes for judging stuff pretty hard. Metacritic really hits stuff hard sometimes. Like if they, if you have like a 85 plus on Metacritic, it's like, well, I got to like, cause they do video games a lot too. So it's like, I got to play that game or I got to, watch that movie or that show yeah. and stuff. Cause like, that's like pretty intense and stuff um, for them. So like, excuse me. Um, most of the ones that I review on this show, the Metacritic's critic score is usually never over 60. Um, really? Well, so I mean, that's kind of, because I base it off of the Rotten Tomatoes one, like 60 or lower on Rotten Tomatoes, but the Metacritic one, there's never like a, Oh, well, 80, 80 liked it, but Rotten. Yeah on Metacritic, but Rotten Tomatoes didn't like it. So I'll use it. They're usually always lower. They're, they're usually always the lowest one, I but their user, their user scores are usually in tune with the audience score for Rotten Tomatoes or the IMDb score. Yeah. It's usually always the same throughout there. Okay. So it's, it's interesting, but regardless. Okay. So now one of my favorite parts of talking about before we get into a debate. So uh, uh, we're going to do the uh, good quote, bad quote. <laughs> from rotten tomatoes yeah, uh, reviews um it's so good okay so the good quote we're gonna do that one first this comes from anwar brett for bbc which i mean it's a medieval tale and it's coming from bbc and this guy liked it so okay they know their stuff it's yeah, straight he, from the source he would fucking know he's yeah. working for the bbc right so all right. And of course, it's a very it's a it's a very poetic uh, quote here. Um, so uh, Mr. Brett from BBC says, quote, the approach may be highly original, just as the ingredients are familiar. But Helgeland, that's the director, has fashioned a delicious new recipe from them. So highly original approach. Just as the ingredients are like the ingredients are familiar, but he's doing something fun and different with it. So you can't not love it. Yeah. Even though. So it's like, like, it's like, yeah. All right. Like, yeah, that's fucking, it's a great quote. The bad quote (laughs) is, is, uh, I always try to find the meanest bad quotes, whether I saying it's good or bad, just because I think it's funny. People go, people go hard. Uh, sometimes (laughs) this one's, this one's not the worst one I've seen, but it's pretty good. Um, so bad quote, it comes from, uh, David Anson for Newsweek quote, there are worse crimes than crowd pleasing, but at least do it with some finesse. In <laughs> it's just yeah, like I mean, oof, oof. <laughs> it's like, oh, that kind of that's that's a little bit of a jab. <laughs> that's a little bit of a jab. Like, it's yeah, like, yeah, it's, it, it's gonna please the crowd, but like, you could at least be more entertaining when you do it. Like, damn, cuz, like, yeah, that is that's rough. You sometimes wonder, it's like, who hurt you? Like, is he having a bad week, <laughs> or is he like, <laughs> are all of his 
quotes like this. Like, yeah, like all did of your, his reviews just did suck. your ex did your ex work on this movie? Like, right. <laughs> is, that, is that what this is? Like, is your ex wife like one of the producers or something? Like, uh, like, you probably know people in the film industry. Like, dated around. Like, right? Who hurt you? You're exactly right. Um, those are always the best quotes. Um, so I'm going to throw you a little bit of a curveball before we get into our our actual. Um, sides that we've taken i also like to um so again we're doing a night's tale you're saying it's good i'm saying it's bad i also like to start with open the conversation with what's something you didn't like about it and i will say something that i did genuinely like okay let's see i I wrote down a few like kind of silly things from it um I'll, i'll just give one and it's we had kind of hinted on this when we were talking about just the movie in general. The So the use of contemporary music. I don't, I don't hate it, and I'll, we'll go into that later. Um, but oh, we definitely will. <laughs> this specifically, it's one of... It's when uh, William first puts on uh, his the knight's armor and joust, mm-hmm. like the very mm-hmm. early scene, and they do We Will Rock You. Mm-hmm. And the whole crowd, like they're singing mm-hmm. We Will Rock You. And, and like the trumpet doing, players are playing the guitar and solo. And they're doing and the like dun-dum clap. Like yeah. they're doing that as <laughs> they're, doing they're the like thing. showing the jousting uh, set and stuff. Kind of, oh, yeah. yeah. Kind of silly. Oh um, my God. I, mm, mm, I'm going to say what know. I like. I, okay, so <laughs> funny enough, I really really need to talk about that because that's one of the things i hate the most about this movie yeah we can Um, we'll get into it but ironically enough the thing that i really like about the movie um is something it's part of the deep dive i did um well like surface level deep dive as and i googled knight's tale and on a few links and was like oh damn there's more to that than i thought um this make this makes me like the movie a lot more for sure so um chaucer jeffrey chaucer a canterbury tales the author is Uh one of the main characters and stuff um and you know as a kid like i knew the name and stuff and i knew what the canterbury tales were but i like had never really thought about it so uh a knight's tale is a telling of one of the stories that's called the knight's tale in the canterbury tales um where and i i kind of skimmed through it's really long um of course it's very long-winded and stuff but i kind of like skimmed through it um a little bit ago and long story short it's basically just uh, chaucer just like talking about how dope this night is that he knows and like how fucking like he did all this cool shit in Greece and like there's this bad bitch who loves him and he's super gentle and awesome with her. But also he like fights all these badasses and kicks their ass. It's like, it's the, it's basically the heralding he does in the movie. It's like, and like the reference, some of the references and things he said comes directly from that. Like he talks about like, like he spent a, year in Greece to be silent and stuff. It's Uh like, that's kind of like, he's the first part of the, the tale is like, like takes place in Greece, like a lot. Um, like most of it takes place in Greece and stuff, but like, yeah, he's like, Oh, there's this baddie and stuff. And like, he does all this cool shit. Like he's the best man. Like I love this (laughs) dude. 
is pretty much what the knight's tale is yeah um, that's cool and i was like and i was like oh shit like i i didn't know again it's been a long time since i've seen it and i was like damn like okay yeah, shit I, like i never I really no put idea. that together you know what i mean and stuff and i was like well that's really cool but then i also saw that um what's interesting so chaucer apparently wrote a lot like that's what he did he was a writer and he like wrote like his history is pretty easy to follow because he was constantly writing like his like fiction but also like what he was doing like journaling yeah. and stuff okay. but there's like a year missing from that where he just like he didn't write at all and apparently this movie is that year it's supposed to be that year like that is that year where he wasn't <laughs> writing and stuff um and i'm like that's really fucking cool yeah like that's that really cool. fucking cool and it like definitely elevates the movie in a way that like i didn't expect and the reason i don't expect it is because of all the fucking contemporary music that yeah. immediately rips me out of For the them story to be so in touch with the past it's, <laughs> and then it, it they're, they're hitting on it so hard and in such a cool way that i did not realize but like it totally makes sense and it works and it's such a great concept but then and like you have the fucking intro where it's like the text on the screen talking about like uh -huh. what knights are and stuff and then you have the scene where the the knight's dead he's putting on the armor and then fucking opening credits <laughs> they're all fucking singing and dancing to fucking who we will rock you and stuff and i'm like is, yeah and it's just like such a hard rip out of the immersion that i'm like yeah what the fuck is going on and then like you know there is some scoring there is some like you which know which it's a good score that's stuff. the thing is like the score so, itself yeah. is cool like when the score hurt. when the score hits it really works yeah. and stuff uh -huh. and it's just like so why not only drop in the contemporary music but then like have them actively know the music. Right. It's they're playing like that's, it like that's yeah. the most offensive part for sure. And then um cut to when he's fucking um I said I, I said this to Austin as soon as it started happening and she was like, Oh my god, that's exactly what this song is. When he's doing his training, when he convinces them to like, oh we'll take our gold pieces and I'll train and yeah. stuff. Uh -huh. The fucking song they play is low rider, the fucking theme song for the george lopez show oh <laughs> as they're all like oddly jumping through the air uh -huh. and smiling at no. the camera right yeah. yeah i was just like i was like it's fucking this is fucking george, george lopez. lopez and it's like yeah. they're doing a mon montage and now i'm sitting there i'm supposed to be watching him get better and i'm fucking thinking about the george lopez show like what <laughs> like, yeah don't do yeah. this to me <laughs> the music I'm like, I, I never I want to like this movie more than i do i mean i do like it but like i i should like it more the music things that, yeah. really really fucks with me yeah i never really so this is definitely where i knew lowrider from like i never really watched george lopez show i mean was, sometimes nick and night when Nicole. you're like yeah exactly it was like trying to go to over bed. and it yeah. comes on like after exactly. fresh prince and you're yeah, like, exactly trying to go to bed fresh pinch just ended like all right well i guess i'll see what this fucking show is like that's uh -huh. the only reason i watched it you know because i was okay. like i couldn't sleep so fuck it um what do you know it from it's the only reason so, I this song. the um i will go ahead with my rebuttal to the contemporary music and i'll give you there's some silly parts of it like them Go them full on like playing. We will rock you with the like 
horns and the guy on stage like the main herald is just like dancing around like yeah. kind of sexy to it exactly super yes. ridiculous but my take on it is that it's as much as it is a medieval movie it's also a sports movie okay see i don't like that <laughs> i that don't like that it's a sports movie, so they're trying to – it's kind of like bridging the gap like of people at a modern sporting event, like mm-hmm. having fun. Like mm. all the cut scenes are always the crowd, like the peasants, you know, the common people. Oh, yeah. And they Just have that one scene. Wild. Us, when we go to the Titans games and we're in the 300 seats like up in the nosebleeds and we're fucking freaking out. Like that's exactly. us. Like, yeah. Like a I lot of the songs are like classic, like sports movie songs or like classic, oh, yeah. like stadium songs, like that mm-hmm. kind of thing. So I think that's something that helps explain it or like make it a little bit cool for me and like help me accept it. Cause I mean, I get it. It's weird to like take you out of a period piece. that's like well done. Um, mm-hmm. But that's kind of where I explain it in a way is that like, and think I, of like I- invincible or, you know, the rookie, it's like an underdog mm-hmm. that comes out and he just like kicks ass playing sports. Yeah, and I mean, fucking, fucking eye of the tiger, you know, fucking. Yeah, exactly. like, I, like I, I totally, that. I totally get that. And like watching it, like with a skeptical mind, like I like paid more attention to that like, well, it's also a sports movie, like it's and stuff right. like that. And, but like, I just didn't, for me, I was just like, you can do, I don't know. You can be you can be a little more subtle about it. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, and that's what I'm, that's why I'm upset because like all of the costumes, all of the set design right, and everything, yeah. like they're actually riding fucking horses. I, I'm super excited for the new Indiana Jones movie, but like he, he's, he's fucking Harrison Ford is literally riding a fake horse. You can see it in the trailer. Like yeah. <laughs> that, that the... horse is not real. Oh, it was yeah. just like, like they're like using actual, like, like they're using actual, like, practical effects to do everything and stuff and like and like that's very speaking of fucking um england like like shakespeare it's very theater you know Mm -hmm. what i mean like they like like obviously greece invented theater but then like england had had a pretty good run with theater and stuff so like i'm like yeah like lean more into that and let it like let me understand that it's a like like show me that it's a sports movie don't tell me it's a fucking sports movie yeah especially because um the reason that i don't like it that it's a sports movie and stuff for that's too on the nose is that uh one of my all like the, again the period piece stuff is really good like the costumes and the design uh set design and everything is great but the writing like the actual dialogue writing was very hit and miss like Every time he's talking to um, Jocelyn, his baddie, like they're talking very flowery. There's a whole scene where they're all telling a tale of like a lost love. And so like they're writing the the Uh letter and stuff. And that's all very poetic and beautiful and stuff. But then cut to the next scene and they're talking very modern. Yeah. I did notice that. So I'm like, where, where am I? Like, where am I? What year is it? Like, what's happening right now? So, like, it felt like it was, like, they were trying to toe the line, but it was, like, too on the nose in certain scenes, depending on what vibe this scene was supposed to, like, put into your brain. You know what I mean? Because, like, and then 
Another part of the writing is the fucking bad guy. Um, I can't even remember his fucking name. Adamar. 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 Oh, yeah. yes. Like, he, uh, who, Austin and I were talking about this when we were watching it. Like, she was like, I, uh, so he is um, Calabar in the Halloween Town movies. Remember the Halloween Town movies? The, yeah. the, the DCOM? It's, he's the Calabar, like the evil warlock. Like, that's the, that oh, is really? the same dude. He's got yeah. a bunch of, like, face makeup and stuff on, right? Yeah, he's got, like, some shit on. I'm pretty positive. Maybe I, I may need to fact check myself on that. I'm a fact Yeah, look at that. I don't remember quick. him being in there, um, but I feel like he's got, like, shit on his face. So, like, it very well could be. I think that is the truth. Austin is, is going to swear by it. I hope My memory it. of, like, early childhood things is absolute shit. Like, I... Some That's people fair. can like reference specific SpongeBob episodes, and I'm just like, "How do you remember this?" Oh, I can do that. Yeah, but that, but, but that, yeah, of course I can. Um, oh my god, it's not. Oh my god, it's not awesome. the same guy. I don't think so. Well, so that check. means you like the movie, right? Since you <laughs> absolutely not. <laughs> um, <laughs> now that you figured that out, holy shit, it's not him. Dang. Because he would have been too busy. Because. Halloween 2, Calabar's Revenge, came out in 2001, just like this movie came out in 2001. You were busy Austin. making a, a masterpiece. Yeah, he was too busy making a t- totally different kind of amazing movie. Because um, Halloween Town, Halloween Town, fucking awesome. Um, so it's not him. But I will say... <laughs> ooh. Um, she gets underneath the glass table. And, and gets stuck. <laughs> she tried to, yeah, I think she's been too big. She's, she's mm. trying to be high. Say hi to the oh, kid. I am. Hello. Hi. She's fine. Hi, though. Junie. <laughs> She's, She's getting too big for puppy hiding spots. Oh, poor girl. Um, um, regardless, he looks too villainous. Too villainous? Like, he, like he, he has these sharp green eyes and this beautiful curly black hair and that sharp jawline and stuff. Yeah. And like to the point where it's like, okay. Like he he's a good actor. I think he does a good job in the movie. Yeah. But like, it just like he comes off at, in certain scenes when they're not trying to be like period PC and they're trying to be more modern sports. He's too like rich kid camp, yeah. <laughs> like his character and stuff. And I'm like, like ah, come on! Like you're beating up on, you're making fun of the poor kids and saying they're never gonna get any bitches and stuff. <laughs> like, yeah. like come on, I mean- <laughs> like. I see that, but I feel like that's almost like the main core of the movie. It's that like it is the main core of the movie. Oh, like it's a movie for the common people. Like it's a celebration of the peasants and almost like an antithesis of what most medieval movies do. Most of the time, or shows, you get the like Game of Thrones, like nobility. Mm And like you never see peasants, like yeah, unless only, they're getting murdered by yeah they're getting murdered yeah they're getting murdered yeah they're getting <laughs> murdered in mass or someone's using them to make a point is <laughs> like exactly, the only time they're yeah. ever even talked about. Um, they're like beggars on the street. Well, that's completely fair because during uh, one of Chaucer's um, heralding, I think it's the first one when they have him as herald. He uh, like says like my lords, my ladies. And then he turns around and he's like, and all of you people who aren't sitting on a cushion, um, which apparently is a reference to uh, the Beatles when the Beatles played in some super bougie place in front of the queen. And before the last song, John Lennon said like, they made a reference to all the people in the cheap seats 
like blah 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 and that's like a direct reference to that and stuff which like reference cool but like modern (laughs) so yeah yeah i I mean i don't i don't hate that as much modern stuff can inspire a period piece like and you can tell the story and stuff look at the crucible the fucking play that was about marxisms in the 50s but it was about the salem witch trials you know like so that obviously can work so i'm not mad about that um or anything but um i do i do i do agree with that point it is more of a a movie for the the like quote unquote like commoners and stuff as as you put it and like it's a it's not supposed to be this high fantasy flowery uh, kind of a thing i think that's why they kind of went they tried to make it its own thing and maybe they pushed a little bit too far at times with like including modern things and like modern music Mm. but like i noticed this last time rewatching it is first most of the like scenes when they cut to the crowd they're all the common people just going absolutely apeshit they're just waving flags and screaming (laughs) and like getting drunk and everything oh hell yeah the times that they do show the nobility they either just look like they're having the worst time, mm-hmm. like just so like bored and proper, or they're doing like little golf claps. Oh yeah, just like the tiny little clap and like looking at each other, like it's just, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. I'm cool, I'm hip, I like that. I'm yeah. going, I'm going for who you said, like shit like that. Um, which is fine. Um, and like I, I, I get that, and like I think that's part. I mean, I think that's part of the point. Like they weren't trying to, they weren't trying to make a high fantasy movie. They were trying to have fun and make a fun movie. And they definitely mm-hmm. succeeded in that. But at the same time, you can be a little more subtle. Yeah. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, so that's part of it. Um, I also just forgot uh, going back to, <laughs> I forgot that I wrote this down. Um, during the opening scene with the, we will rock you. They do the fucking wave. <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs> they do the fucking life uh-huh. <laughs> like, are you kidding me uh, I, there's, I, uh, there's a lot uh, of those things where i i do feel like they're really trying to put in like this is just like a crowd at the yeah you know the titans Which is cool. like yeah. your common person's like you know football match or football game oh, yeah exactly and, like they even have the mm-hmm. guy who comes around he's with the yeah, the yeah. concessions guy like yeah. tax made hot wine yeah, exactly hot, yeah, hot <laughs> wine like, like yeah which is fucking hilarious and like uh, I think uh, that I do think that is a great bit like since they were doing the sports movie thing like I was cracking up during that I was like that's okay that's it's very on the nose and like I kind of don't like it but that's funny like that's yeah that's just genuinely funny um but uh one thing <laughs> I wrote this down. One thing that they definitely kept alive from the time period uh, was the misogyny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, uh, when they're like, he's like trying to get his armor fixed. And he's like, I'll pay you later. And they're like, no, I'm like, well, you can ask the woman to do it. And he's you like, oh, woman, yes. a woman to fix my armor and stuff. And I was like, all right, well, all right, fair enough. Like, okay. Yeah. That, I was like, it's like, well, I was asking for more period specific stuff. So right. I guess, I guess they're that's, doing that now. That's like, how it would have been, which from exactly. that scene, this is kind of an aside, has nothing to do with like bad or good, but mm-hmm. me and my brother used to quote what we thought was the line from that scene when he goes uh beggars can't be choosers my lord yeah when he's like at uh-huh. like the ferris we for whatever reason we thought he said skills of a bigger beast my lord and it 
I I don't know how we heard it. Like I was watching it with the subtitles just so I could like actually mm. see what make sure I know what they're saying because it's all yeah. like British accents and I'm yeah. a thousand years old and can't <laughs> keep up with it sometimes. And uh, so, and it, he didn't say that. And I don't know how, I don't know if we just maybe heard it one time and then decided we heard it. And then dude, I don't know because you said that. And I was like, yeah, like, like you put on a little bit of an accent and I was like, yeah, yeah. that doesn't one of them yeah. say that like yeah. at some point. But yeah, no, I, I, I remember him saying like beggars can't be choosers yeah. like uh, this time around, but like, yeah, it sounds yeah. like that's what it would be. We quoted, constantly skills of a bigger beast my lord and turns out it was not even what he said and to someone else look, now that i know it like it doesn't sound anything like it but that's so weird super strange but anyways we can get back to it i just had to throw that in there yeah no that's really that's really weird um because I, I was like yeah that is definitely what he says and then you said what he actually says and i was like wait no yeah that's wrong i that's fucking weird um uh going back to the uh um the woman who fixes the armor um when she puts her mark like little insignia you know that's just two nike swoops upside down (laughs) they're upside down though dude yeah there's there's two of them they're upside down so it's not the same thing and i was like are you fucking kidding me like I literally was like, that's a Nike swoop. And Austin was like, that's a Nike swoop. (laughs) I I always wondered. It's like, (laughs) Like, first of all, like, did Nike just pay them a bunch of money to put that in there? Probably. That's probably the most likely. Because I feel like they wouldn't be allowed to do that. Mm -mm. If, like, that's a company. I feel like those companies would sue them instantly. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. They're a big enough company to sue over that and, like, make a bunch of money. Oh, yeah. And stuff, like... 100%. 100%. That was definitely, the intention was definitely to invoke like thoughts of Nike. And oh, stuff. yeah. And I, I mean, was just sports like, movie, Nike. Exactly. And you I'm know. like, I'm like, why are you doing this? Like, uh-huh. you just had a beautiful scene where you were talking to your girl and it was very flowery and pretty and stuff like that. And that was awesome. Um, which, speaking of Jocelyn, I don't know the writing. I mean, like I, I is 2001. So there was going to be a, like a B line love line, like love story uh-huh. going on and stuff. And like, I'm not mad about it. I'm just mad about how it was written because it was like, he's like, fuck this. Like, you know, first time he's talking to her fucking what's his dick. Um, not Calabar is like, like shuts him down and makes him look like a little bitch. And, uh, but then he's like starting to like be flirty, flirty, and she's into him and stuff. And then all of a sudden, and then uh, uh, bad dude dips out of the tournament because he has to go back to fucking war. Because <laughs> um, he's like, it's like, oh, I'm just doing this. War's died down, so I'm just gonna go have some fun. And he has uh-huh. to go back to war, and fucking uh, William throws a fucking fit, and yeah. then he gets and he gets like mad at her and tells her to fuck off, and then like. <laughs> And she's like, okay, well, fuck you too. And then the next scene that involves her is they're writing the love letter because uh-huh. it's been a month. And I'm just like, okay, well, that was like, he got mad out of, out of nowhere and now he's over it out of nowhere. It was just like, it's like too fast and stuff. It's like, it's a two hour movie too. So like they had the time to like yeah, put a little it, bit in there and stuff. It like, was, yeah, everything was very abrupt with the love, the love plot of it. Yeah. It's uh I did notice that this last time and I was like, I don't know, like 
I don't think Jocelyn necessarily does a bad job. Like the actress, no, I think she does okay. No. Like she has some good scenes, um, but it was yeah, kind of all over the place with the writing. Like they try to make her just kind of like plain hard to get. Like I'm my own like independent woman, mm-hmm. um, which works. But then they also like. I don't know. They kind of like go in and out of that. She like immediately falls in love with them. Yeah, like, exactly. It's, it's like, just like, like instantly. Oh I'm, which, oh, I'm not interested. Then next scene, I'm super interested. Like, oh, now yeah. you're mad at me. And like, oh, now you wrote me this letter and I'm in love with you again and stuff. Yeah. And then I do, I will, I will give the, the character. And so therefore the writing, the credit of when he like, when she's finally like, so first of all, before we get to it, uh, hold, on, hold on one second. Is there a way to pause this for? Yeah, good deal. Everything's fine. All right. So, fucking Jocelyn. <laughs> she does something cool, but she does something shitty and annoying. Before it was very like, I guess the reason I didn't like that I didn't like that she was like, "Oh, you have to lose if you really love me. You would lose all these men." try to win for me you're the only one like i like, yeah. really do like lose for me and the reason i hate it is because we've already obviously talked a lot about how it's like a period piece but it's also a modern sports movie at the same time the reason it makes me so upset is because that makes it a high school sports movie (laughs) that is such an immature fucking annoying thing she knows how important this is to him it's the entire point of the movie she knows how important it is to him he obviously is in love with her and like and like wants to be with her and stuff but like she is like she like gives him the dumbest ultimatum ever stop being super good at your sport or else I'm not yeah. gonna be with you. And I'm just like, that is like so immature. It's kinda yeah. And it's, it's just very it's very and again, that maybe that's a modern perspective. You I know, think, like maybe a medieval that like how else do you do a grand romantic gesture back in the day? You right. Know what I, mean? I mean like so there is that, but it just frustrates me. It is it is kind of annoying. Um and especially like all they bet like all of their money on yeah. that tournament mm-hmm. um so you think you'd be like listen like i love you but like i also love my friends and i'm not gonna yeah. just lose and screw them over because that wouldn't Which, be cool like i mean granted he wasn't there when they make the bet with the that's true so like but maybe he doesn't even think, know that maybe they're keeping a secret from him yeah. maybe it's like no gambling and they're like yeah, well, but, we're gonna gamble well, because everything. because chaucer gets in trouble with those yeah. dudes and stuff so he's like well, you can't do that shit anymore. I think that's what it is. They're like, ah, fuck it. We're doing really well. Like, let's do it. We'll have uh-huh. some fun. And so I think they do keep it a secret from him. Cool. So like, I can respect that. But at the same time, like, like, oh, let me j- give up my passion for you. Like, yeah. I don't know. It's just like, it's, 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 again, maybe I'm having, I'm putting a modern perspective on an old tale. I I'm think, being the opposite I of think what it I'm is saying. Of, yeah. But like, but then he gets his fucking ass rocked. He is oh, so yeah. fucked up. But then, like, she sends her little assistant, like, lady or whatever, and she's like, well, now if you truly love her, you'll win the whole thing, even though you're down so far. And he's like, like, he, he, like, is like, are you, he has a look of, like, are you fucking kidding me? And stuff, like, and I'm right there with him. I'm like, (laughs) I'm like, dude, like, don't get me wrong. She cute. I get it. 
but like yeah, come sure. on man yeah. like i don't I do, know it's yeah, just like I that's think... very frustrating yeah i get that and i actually wrote that down as one of my like silly parts of the movie of like mm-hmm. specifically like how he's down by so much like it shows him losing to like 10 people and yeah. then all of a sudden he's just like she wants you to win and then that then and he, he comes fucking... back and wins the whole thing and they make the yeah. money and it's just like it's just yeah. like are you like how long is this tournament? How many people? How many losses and, do you get in this tournament? You know? And the bet is that he won't lose to a single Frenchman. So like everybody else he fought was not a Frenchman, but then he beat only the Frenchman, and then he won. Like right. what? Yeah. Like I don't. It's it's stuff like that. Like I'm just like I don't really understand what's going on. But my main thing is like the bet doesn't make sense. But then also it's mostly Jocelyn like being like like that's some high school petty shit yeah i'm like okay now it's a fucking high school sports movie and that's even fucking dumber than what was already happening yeah like i can understand like a professional sports movie like being tied into this tale um and like i can i can look past that to like enjoy it um but i do like that after he wins the whole thing she fucking sneaks into his tent and she's like what's up Here's your, and it's here's like, your reward. You here's know? your real yeah. reward. And it's like, all right, bet. But like, the most important thing I like about that is he's like, he admits to her in that scene, like, this is all fake. Yeah. I'm just some fucking dude. Uh-huh. I am not any of this shit. Right. And she's like, cool. Take your clothes off. I don't <laughs> care. It's and, fine. and I'm like, all right. It. And it's like, it's, so it's just like, we have a dip in like maturity and then it goes back into maturity. She's like, I, that doesn't matter. Like titles and shit. Like, I don't care. So I do, I I love who you are and the way you've treated me and the things that I've made you do that are ridiculous. And you've done them for me to prove your love. Like I don't give a shit who you are, where you come from, your background, you're not nobility. Who cares? Let's fucking, let's fucking get it and stuff and like we're we're a thing so like yeah, i respect I, that and i like that but like how we get there i'm like this is all stupid but like okay so i, I get all that but i will say like i think i mean that's kind of the best way that they could have that he could have proved his love in a lot of ways is that yeah. like you know losing they made the comment earlier when uh or there was a scene earlier when Adamar was like i will win this tournament for you and then mm-hmm. He goes, she's like, he does it for himself in his own honor. And Ulrich is the only only person who hasn't promised to win mm. the tournament for me. So it's kind of like right. the winning is every other guy. So they do set it up a little bit. And then she's yes. like, you have to lose. Yeah. Give I mean, like it's suspense to the bet. The it whole does bet make, thing. Because up it does then, make he just sense wins all the time. Bit. Yeah. Um, and I will also say, even though it is a little silly and like immature, there's a lot of there's sometimes in this movie where it's saved by the acting and the cast yes. of like yes. all all the main crew is so good and spot like, on yeah Paul they all is fantastic it. like he rocks oh, this movie he, I, I, love I, him I like I was watching it and like he showed up and I was like oh fucking shit I yeah. forgot that he uh, played his Harold and I was like oh shit it's fucking Chaucer and like we've already uh, talked about that but I was just like was like holy shit yeah yeah because like obviously you think of Heath Ledger first but like and then um 
I don't know the actor's name, but the dude who plays the pirate in uh, Dodgeball yes. is one of his main is one of his main dudes, and he's fucking good in this movie. He's hilarious. Yeah, he he's does a so great good job. in this movie. Watt is the guy's name in the movie. It's yeah. I wrote it down somewhere. Hold on, let me consult Wait. my uh, notes. Do you have printed notes? Written notes. You have written notes. Hand wow. printed, I guess. Yeah, I wow. took some notes when I was uh, watching got, it this weekend. You got um, really period piece because I did it all on my phone. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah. Honestly, I can just write it quicker on the phone. I feel, or I mean, on paper, real quick, and that's but fair. then I can't read my handwriting. And <laughs> that's all also fucking fair. messy. I can, so I can understand um, that. I can't even write my own fucking name. I understand. <laughs> is it? Oh, Alan Tudyk. Yes, that is it. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, that's the guy. Uh, he's yeah, he's, fuck, he's fucking great. Um, couldn't name any other actors except for those two, but like they're think, all they're all fucking good. Yeah, Mark Addy is the guy who plays uh, Roland, who's also uh, yeah. Robert Baratheon. <gasps> oh my god, that's yeah. right! I knew I recognized him from somewhere. I knew I recognized him from somewhere, uh-huh. even like if it was just his voice. Holy shit! Yeah. Which he's kind oh, of the shit. same guy, just a king version. Like he has money yeah, exactly. and power. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, this is his the that's the that's what he was doing before he stumbled into being king. <laughs> he's just fucking doing all this bullshit. Uh-huh. Yeah, he eventually um, it's actually a prequel to Game of Thrones. <laughs> exactly. he eventually wow. Makes it. wow. Wow, that's great. I thought House of the Dragon was the only prequel to Game of Thrones that they made so far, but I guess they did this one first. Holy shit, that's so fucking funny. Um, yeah, but yeah, great cast. The horse acting yeah. also fantastic. You touched oh, yeah, on all, it, but like, yeah, there should have been some horse Oscars like delved out for that shit. Oh yeah, if there was animal Oscars, then whoever his main horse is should be the so would have won won like, lead lead. Uh, male or female whatever whatever it yeah, identifies Philly, as. Mayor, i don't know who, whatever what it was Paul, whatever, <laughs> whatever it stallion. is <laughs> stallion yeah um, that's both, which must have been super hard stunts like i feel like yeah doing, after watching uh nope mm-hmm. and he, they're like oh yeah horse mm-hmm. trainer like movie horse mm-hmm. trainer people and it's mm-hmm. like I, it must have been pretty difficult. Like they're all falling down and shit, and like oh, yeah. falling down on them. Like yeah, like I, the, the, the horses literally have to know how, when to fall down, and how to fall down without hurting themselves. Yeah, and not or like, the and person that. that's on top, or of the, the person horse, that's like, on top of them. Yeah, like, it, like that's it, it's kind of ridiculous. Yeah, so like again, like and that's what I'm saying. Like all the like filmmaking aspects of the movie are really good it's just the writing and like and therefore and then like the tone via the music that really really bothers me and one of the most offensive ones the second most offensive one after the first one we're going to talk about here in a second when they are going back to england finally they're going back to England. They're talking about how long it's been. And William has a fucking flashback to his father. We haven't really touched on it, but like there's, he's talking about his dad and like, he hasn't seen his dad in a really long time. Mm-hmm. And uh, like, he wanted to be a knight and his dad told him um, that he could change his stars. Like that's his whole motto is changing yeah. his stars, mm-hmm. like changing his place in the world. Um, Very touching he, story. Yeah. Which is great. Um, like he can rise above like his lot in life if he works hard and believes in himself and uh, has the right people around him, which is great. And like, yeah, fuck. Yeah, it's true. It happens. It, it, can, it can happen. And it does happen all the time. Um, 
what's not what I thought was funny. Um, I don't know. It was just like, so the last time he was in England, his dad is like, got him a job as like an eight year old child to be a squire for the night <laughs> who eventually dies that he takes his place. Right. And he meets uh Roland for the first time. Um, and then Watt, he doesn't seem to be there. He eventually joins up too or whatever. But, um, and so then he like leaves his, he like leaves, uh, William with him. And then he hasn't seen him since. And he hasn't been back to England since. So he says it's like 12 years or something like that. Uh And it's just like, that's a, that is the coolest fucking way to abandon your son (laughs) (laughs) is to make him a squire for a night like it's just like it's like i understand the point of it it was it was to change his stars give Uh him a chance to like be more than a thatcher his name is william thatcher because that's what his dad does and that's where fucking last names came from in the english language and shit and he's like well this is the only way i can do that but it's like he's eight years old (laughs) it's like (laughs) like like he's young and stuff and it's just like all right well here's this strange man i'm just gonna you gotta go with him now yeah like i'll see you later and stuff like again i understand that it's like a touching moment and it's like he's taking a risk to like do this and he may never see his son again, which actually he doesn't ever see his son again because his dad's blind. But it's just like, I was just, I was just cracking up at myself. I just, I was just like, wow, fucking the coolest way to abandon your son. It's like, <laughs> yeah, he's going to fucking go be a squire and become a knight one day, bro. Yeah. Like, it's totally cool that I just abandoned my child. Now I have no loose ends and I can yeah. do whatever I want. Right. Like, oh, yeah. He was um, partying it up. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, I didn't think he, about that. I guess he went, a fine... he went, he must have gone, he went blind from some like early form of moonshine or something. Like, they never <laughs> talk about how he went blind. Like, it had to have been that while he was just raging oh. at the fucking tavern every night because he doesn't have his kid to take care of Just anymore. getting hammered on rancid beer. <laughs> exactly, dude. Exactly, yeah. dude. <laughs> there, yeah, there's a fine line in love for your son between wanting a better life for them and just getting rid of them entirely. <laughs> right. And again, and, I, again, I'm, I'm coming from a cynics view. That's the whole point. And a, of and my a modern side view, stuff. you know, yeah, it's like, and stuff is just like, mm, yeah, like at the time, like that would be the best thing to do for your, for your, I feel like that was probably thing, pretty but, common. It's that, like, they, you know, they find them a, a apprenticeship with someone mm-hmm. and they just go live with them. But I feel like that's like, when they yeah, have like 10 kids and you're just like, we literally have to get rid of some. Yeah, like, we can't exactly. feed all these kids. Or they send, they would send like their second or third or fourth daughter yeah, to the exactly. nunnery. Cause they're uh-huh. like, 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 well, you're too old to get married. Cause there's not enough men around. So you're a nun now. And she's just like, okay, like don't really, <laughs> don't really vibe with the church, but like, I guess this is what I do now. Yeah, like, uh-huh. like cool. Um, but then, you know, they were all just like, getting down in the nunneries. oh yeah that, that's yeah. what the majority of nunneries were back in the day no doubt like. no doubt <laughs> um so it's fine yeah um, they they, right. they so this was like his only son like exactly. the mother was out of the picture and exactly. you're not going to train him to be a thatcher it's just but i mean like, it worked again, out you know I get it worked out yeah and, but like think all the times that it like didn't though <laughs> like you right, know what yeah. i mean like that's fucked up but like but again pretty pretty sick though like yeah apprenticeship of any you know go oh yeah i mean like if i was gonna if, if, and, like, if my family was gonna send me off with some random person to learn 
some trade so I could be better in life. Like becoming and like squiring for a night is like, oh, yeah. a, like I genuinely do mean like pretty fucking awesome way to like get rid of your yeah. only child. <laughs> like it's, it is, it, it's cool. It's pretty awesome. Um, <laughs> to that point though. Um, so they're like, we see that flashback scene and they're going across the river, uh, the river Thames, I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, they're like in London and it like does a wide shot of London and it says London and what fucking song plays <laughs> not some beautiful fucking score t- set to the time the fucking boys are back in town <laughs> and like, <it's> <laughs> like and i'm just like like even austin was like was like all right that's a little <laughs> that's a little on the nose and stuff because she's a big defender of this movie as well yeah. as most people are and as most people honestly probably should be but i was just like this music though and she's like yeah that's pretty that's pretty rough <laughs> like it's that's pretty nose, that's you know pretty comical down it's like because i mean they are like a sick song you know they're trying like, around the horses and you know yeah, it's just like running around and shit and stuff and then uh uh but yeah so since they're back in town you know he goes and sees his dad his dad's blind now mm-hmm. so again like he literally never saw his son again and stuff but they reconnect and then that that starts to unravel the whole thing though because uh yeah. what's his fucking dick uh Adamar. sees it yeah Adamar yeah. sees it and uh oh yeah but we have to we have to kind of go back in our tale uh because this is something that I was like so we get we get to a really bad part because he gets exposed for being a fraud mm-hmm. and being just some commoner and stuff who took to lied about being nobility. And you know, you can't, you can't compete if you're not nobility. And then the fucking Prince just comes in, swoops in the fucking, uh, fucking, uh, what is it? the, Dos Ex Mahina of the movie is super fast and super on the nose and just like, well, <laughs> that was a really fucking easy fix. Um, so like he competed against this dude who was super good and he dips out and stuff and then come to find out later that's actually the prince. Uh, and so people like always like forfeit and just let him win. But William's like, nah, fuck that. Like I'm a fight. I'm like, he, he's here to compete. Like uh-huh. I know who he is. Like he knows what he's doing. He's taking the risk. Like let's yeah, go. He so here. he fucking kicks his ass and he's like, and he's like, Oh yeah. Like he's like, Oh, good job, bud. And he's like, yeah, thanks Prince. Yeah. And he's well, like, he also, oh. has, he also has the one before that where he's going against the same guy. Yeah. The prince, but he doesn't know. And the prince is like injured. So he has to withdraw. Yeah, so he, he withdraws and instead of fucking him up on the withdraw. Yeah. He like yeah. Yeah. Holds yeah. his lance up and is, shows mercy on him. He's like, no, we're going to, yeah, we're going to, I'm not going to smoke him. I'm just going to like, he's hurt. Yeah. Like I'm just, we're, we're just going to draw and it's going to be fine. A very, um, a very nightly move by, uh, exactly. <laughs> and then we see him again and then he reveals, he's like, yep, it's me. Like everybody who, no thanks that's what's going on that's what's going on so he's in the fucking stocks and they're in london so the prince is around he just comes down and he's like hey this guy is more of a knight than most knights i know so (laughs) it's cool bud and he fucking (laughs) knights him on the spot after they're like we have to run away like oh they get caught he fucking knights him on the spot and he's like so uh i'm in charge around here you want to cancel that forfeit and go win the whole thing 
<laughs> get get this happy ending going and he's like do i let's fucking go yeah and 15 yeah, minutes later yeah, yeah 15 minutes later the movie's over <laughs> just yeah. like it's just like and i'm just like i get it <laughs> again the whole narrative thing of the ex mahina whatever is like it's a a godly entity comes and saves the day to push the story like yeah. to literally just to make the narrative continue every marvel movie the, yeah, exactly. Like the movie isn't supposed to be over yet. And it's like, it, it makes sense. You know, it's, it's the prince. It's an, it's an actual member of the royalty and uh-huh. stuff. And they have a history of like him, them being cool and stuff. And he's like, yeah, no, this guy is like super honorable. So like I'm making him a knight right the fuck now. Um, and like, that's cool. And I get that and stuff, but it's also just like, I get, I don't know, like they foreshadowed it and stuff, but it's just yeah. like, it's like the, the, the high drama of like, oh shit, this is actually really going bad. Cause yeah. the, most of the drama has been, um, the sporting event drama, uh, between him and, uh, Dick face. I keep forgetting his name. Adam, Count Adamar. Adamar. Um, and, uh, and then the beeline of the love story, that's been all the drama. And then there's like this really high drama where he's about to get caught and everything's ruined and stuff. And then like, it's wrapped up in five minutes and then 15 minutes later, the movie's over. And it's just like, okay. Yeah. I I just like, I'm like, so we didn't know how to end it. Well, yeah, they just, in a way, it's kind of a longer movie than you would think it is. Like, it feels like it would it's be like, a pretty short one. It's like, it's like 2 two fifteen, hours. I think. Yeah, yeah, something like that, yeah. And so, yeah, it's kind of a quick wrap-up of, like, the main conflict of the film. Like, the true, yeah. like, and I will, conflict. I, I will say, though, that um, kind of like a meta conversation about, like, film. In 2001, like, a two-hour and 12-minute movie... Like that was a really long movie back in the day. Yeah. Like, we're we're watching three hour fucking movies in the theaters and not batting an eye. Like right, yeah. Th- like these days. Like I just saw um Across the Spider-Verse, and that's like a two hour movie two hour two and a half hour animated movie. Right. And it ends on a to be continued. Right. <laughs> and it first of all, spoiler alert, yeah, on a to be continued, fucking everybody fucking go see that shit. That's the best so movie good. I've seen in theaters this year. It's fucking it's amazing. Fantastic. It is uh-huh. so fucking good. Um watch the first one if you haven't seen it, because you're not you're not gonna give a shit if you don't, haven't seen the first one, but like it's it's so fucking good. Um but that was an animated movie that was two hours over yeah. two and a half hours long. And like this is a full like they practical effects period piece costuming like everything it's but it was 2001 so it was like whoa like whoa i'm busy guys like i don't have time to do this so it's like it was already kind of long and stuff and so like they had to wrap it up really quick and like i understand that based on like it that's the times of the that the movie came out and stuff but like i don't know maybe maybe again it's like i'm doing a modern thing like and this is old now like where it's like i mean they, you could you could flesh it, that like, out a little bit more. You, I, I get that because it's quick, but like, I also don't necessarily like know how much more they could have gone with it, other than like mm-hmm. going to like maybe Watt or Roland like goes to find the prince or something, and like well, that's the thing. It's not even. And, it's not even that it had to happen more in the moment. Yeah, and stuff. It's give me like okay so 
maybe a good example or not. So season two, I think, of Stranger Things, the sidebar episode like seven or eight where she goes to find her quote unquote sister and it's yeah. just that. Everybody hated that episode. Yeah, horrible. That's, it's the worst episode of the entire series, right? Yeah. That's an important, but like you look back at it, it's an integral moment for Eleven's like emotional development and like her yeah. character arc. Instead of putting it all in one bad episode, tell that story throughout the entire season by cutting to scenes of it. Like sprinkle that narrative in throughout the entire piece of the season. So yeah. instead of putting all of the bad drama in that five to 10 minutes, hint that people are catching on. They make jokes of people maybe catching on and stuff, but they immediately shut it down. Yeah. The only thing that they build up to in foreshadow is that the prince is going to save him. Yes. The, the prince. He is, yeah, they are not worried him. about, they're not worried about him getting caught. Yeah, moment. they're very like lax he is with fucking the, caught, and he is it is over. Like, like they call so him fast. William like, constantly, and people are just <laughs> like, like, anyway, like you know yeah. what I mean? Like, like show, like sprinkle in more of that. Like th that's the main story. He is faking being no nobility so he can be in this sports movie that we're watching. That's yeah, in the middle. I, uh, I, I see times. that. I can, I think. They could have used more of specifically Adamar, like kind of being suspicious. Because I mean, exactly. he, he, since he's the one that finds out country nights being no better than peasants, mm -hmm. and then he does the thing where he like tells him kind of smugly to like let's hear let's see a dance from Gelderland, like in the way yeah. he says it, it's almost like he kind of has some suspicions, but it's way mm -hmm. too subtle without anything else. Yeah, like if if he had been like. They had a like aside with him and his like Harold. He's like, mm -hmm. I've never heard of this guy before. Like, is this yeah? Like, who the fuck is this guy? Thing? Yeah, like, where did he come from? He comes from where? Like, where even is that? Like, you yeah. know, because like the land he comes from is not real. But is I don't it, think. I, I think so it is. Let me look it up. I, I it think is real. <laughs> it's like the tiniest little country in the world, and obviously, it was like it's the Middle Ages, so like obviously the flow of information was not like someone couldn't just Google it and be like, that's not real. You're not real. You know what I mean? But like, it's, it's such a, a it's a it's Dutch like a, province. It's a Dutch province. Okay. Yeah. So like, he's like, it's a real place, but it's very specific and small. It's hard for them to fact check. So like, right. Like, and it's middle, you, middle, you, you, middle, you are right. Middle you are, you are right that uh, he does seem to have some kind of vibe, but that it's a very subtle and it's only that one moment. Exactly. And then he immediately, and then he immediately flips it, starts fucking dancing. Jocelyn is in love with him. So she's like, oh, yeah, like I know this dance and fucking yeah. goes in there and helps make him up. Uh -huh. And then they're in the dance and it's all normal and stuff. And then all of a sudden it's a fucking modern dance party. David and they're Bowie's doing the, and they're <laughs> yeah, it's fucking David Bowie. And they're fucking doing the thing where they like shimmy back and forth at each yeah. other and stuff. And I'm like, they were not. And they're like, they're getting all in each other's face and uh -huh. stuff like dancing. And I'm like, they would she would be put in the stocks for being a whore in public if she, <laughs> oh, yeah, if, that, if she danced like sure. that in public, like they, like yeah uh -huh. like so like that whole scene pisses me off for that reason we've touched on a lot but like but you are right like he, that's the only inkling of it and, and it's I, immediately shut down and then adamar just like walks out being like hmm, i wanted to hmm. dance with her i didn't embarrass yeah. him hmm. he just like storms off like a little punk bitch right is, and you could fine. make you could make the argument that that's not what he was going for that he was just like 
trying to embarrass him. Like this guy probably can't dance because I suck yeah. at dancing. Like if I exactly. put him on the spot, like call him out kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and if, but just the way he says it kind of makes it feel like he's suspicious, but yeah, there's nothing that, uh, but it, it's just that. Yeah. It, and then the next thing is not enough. To, and then like, we cut to 30 minutes later and yeah. somebody is following him and she's like, Oh, I'm going to go tell him. And it's like, did he hire her to follow him? And then like, or did, was she just like, Oh, why is this? Uh, fancy Dutch province nobility walking in like the shit part of town, like the bad neighborhood. I'm going to follow him. And then she's like, oh, I heard these guys got beef. I'm just going to go tell him and maybe he'll give me some money. Like there's no, there's no explanation and stuff. So like, I, I'm a little little frustrated that like, like it's already a long movie. We can handle it and stuff, but like add just like, sprinkle in a few more scenes of like the stakes. Cause right now the stakes are, he's going to lose or he's going to, and, or he's not going to get with the baddie. And then it's like, but then all of a sudden the stakes are, you are going to be in prison for the rest of your life for yeah, impersonating nobility, like, probably get killed. And um, all of your friends are ruined and everybody hates you and you're a piece of shit. Like that's what the real stakes are. Yeah. And they are only talked about at the very beginning and the very end make me more worried about it throughout the movie. That's fair. Yeah. You know what I, get, I, mean? I get that, you know, like, and that's, and that's, like a said, part, they that's part of my struggle with it. They could have sprinkled it in a little bit more. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, that's fair. Yeah. That's part of, and that's part of my, that's part of my overall struggle with it. The acting is really good and it hits. Um, there are part, there are parts of the sports movie in a fantasy setting that I do like, obviously overall, I don't really like it. I don't think Jocelyn's character was written super well, but the actress does a really good job. Um, and, and then like, I really do. I really love that. It's a knight's tale based off of the knight's tale mm-hmm. from Chaucer, um, which also when he uh, when those guys first uh, come up to like shake him down for not paying them. So that character is called the summoner and the, the other character is called the partner. Um, and he's like he there's a moment where he says like he's like, well, y'all are going to die and like y'all are pieces of shit. But like I'm going to write y'all into some fucking stories and everybody will know how much of pieces of shit you are forever. Uh-huh. And like, yeah, yeah, whatever. So. In the Canterbury Tales, there's the Summoner's Tale and the Partner's Tale, really? and they are both they are both described as ugly, gross pieces of shit, basically. <laughs> and it's like, okay, like cool fucking reference, cool that shout out, cool. like yeah. that's awesome. Like I love all of that stuff, but there's just there's just a lot of it that just like is very frustrating. Um, and because Chaucer is such like a, I don't know, I guess it's like it's based off of all of that, and like again with like the oh, well, there's this year of Chaucer's life that we don't know about, which is weird because, like, he wrote about everything he was doing and, like, all of his fiction all at the same time. And this is, like, this is that year. And, like, that's awesome. Like, I love that, and I think that's so cool. But I wish the story had been, that we watched, had been written better. A little more traditional. Yeah. Not even, not even, not even traditional, just, like, Again, like I don't like the sports movie in the fantasy setting as a whole, but I could forgive it if there was more of like, like remind me of how serious these stakes are and yeah. stuff. Like that's that's the, that. my biggest. That is truly my biggest issue. The music I could look past. 
Um, I don't like modern music and like Django Unchained, Quentin Tarantino. I fucking love that movie, but he's got a fuck. There's a Rick Ross song in the middle yeah. of that movie <laughs> and stuff. And I'm like, I'm like, okay, cool. I get it. Like, I get it. But like, I really wish it wasn't happening, but like, this is still a fucking awesome movie and I'm enjoying it. Um, so I can look past it at certain times for sure. This one just is a bummer because of how quickly it wraps up and it's based off of like high literature and stuff. And it's like, yeah, we couldn't have just like told the story just a little bit better. Like you, you know, that is, that is interesting, but I don't know. I mean, I think it does exactly what it sets out to do. And I think part of what almost makes me like the, contemporary music is that it he sticks to his mm-hmm. guns it's very much like a directorial choice that fits yes. with the tone of the rest of the film of mm-hmm. that it's a movie for the common people like it's a it's a cheeseburger of movies you know it's yeah peasant food but it's delicious peasant food and, and that's fair you know that's, they have yeah. a, there's so many moments of like uh them like reminding them of being like peasants and mm. i think it's best with uh jeffrey chaucer's character is kind of the bridge between yeah. nobility and mm-hmm. the peasants i mean he gives he provides them the paintings he does the he's the herald um kind of gets him into it mm-hmm. and but he's also kind of a no more of a nobility aligned person that's yeah. fallen from grace um like when he first meets them, like one of my favorite scenes <laughs> yeah. of the whole thing. Like it's so good. just him like walking up naked, like scrolling like, yeah, through. The way he's walking, just like so carefree, just like completely naked in the middle of the fields <laughs> and stuff. Like it's 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 phenomenal. And he's so just great. like, uh, he's like, uh, I don't give a shit about anything. <laughs> so I'm just here. Just explains it in the most like confident, smug way of yeah, like exactly. most like medieval writer way of just like spinning it into something like exactly cool and yeah, interesting like, and, and I, then, I will, well Chaucer's character is the only one who always talks like he's from the time you know yeah. what I mean everybody else slips in and out but he's the only one mm-hmm. which if anyone was going to it would be him yeah so again the bridge character between it and exactly because a lot of times like I said most medieval characters or most medieval movies are about nobility yeah exactly for good reason, it's very interesting mm. stuff. But yeah, yeah. Then he made the peasants more like the common people, and he chose to make them more, I guess, relatable by putting mm-hmm. more modern dialogue. Which mm-hmm. you know, because if, if you start talking in like Shakespearean language, then they're gonna feel oh well, now fuck all that I am the pentameter or whatever the fuck fuck uh-huh. that shit. I'm gonna go but, on record and say I don't give a shit about Shakespeare or the yeah. five guys that were actually Shakespeare. We're not gonna get yeah. into it, uh, um, but yeah, I don't. I, I don't give a shit. The stories are cool, but like I don't care. <laughs> right, right. But when they meet him and they don't even like know what a writer is, he's like, "I'm a yeah. writer," and they're like, uh, "Yeah, what does that like, mean?" Like, yeah, they have no what do you idea. Mean you like write and, and then like, he goes. <laughs> the you're talking about like the book of the duchess and he's like well it was allegorical and uh roland is like well we won't hold that against you it's that's for each, each man to decide for themselves yeah. <laughs> he just like he clearly has no idea what that means like he yeah exactly but like yeah no that's true and like i do and I, it's because yeah chaucer the chaucer character is uh 
probably my favorite character in the whole thing because he's doing hood rat shit with a bougie flair. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. And like that. And like, so like he, again, yeah, he's like, he's the perfect bridge. Like he's just right. doing like, he's addicted to gambling and he's hanging out with these fucking scam artists, but like he's doing it in like a way that's convincing to all these yeah. dumb nobility people and stuff. And it's great. And that is solid. And I think, I don't know. I have my qualms. What a couple more little things. Uh, one thing that really made me mad was that the uh, the entirety of the movie was shot like pretty well, and all the practical effects were good. This is more of a filmmaking than narrative thing, um, but that was dope. But there's two shots back to back that are just absolute fucking trash cgi you know like yeah, that was 2001 but i'm like why did you even spring for this you could have faked when, it when, in a different it? Way. when he when they are in france and he goes to meet jocelyn at uh uh notre dame yeah it is a close-up just his face and it's like oh yeah that's notre dame behind him but it is terrible cgi (laughs) it's like it is literally it looks like a picture on a computer screen that he is standing in front of as he looks (laughs) around and then goes walk towards it but you only ever see like to his neck they're like okay they're like they went really so that they could uh so that they could uh do a depth of field that would be like oh well it's blurry because we're super focused on his face so we can hide the bad cgi but like you can (laughs) see it if you really look and then cut to She's inside and she's at the holy water about to – because in the Catholic church, you like dip it. When you go in, you dip your fingers in and you sign yourself um, with the holy water and then you do that when you leave. It's like I'm going into church. I'm leaving church like quick ritual for being in the church. And she comes up to the pool of it and it's her her reflection in the pool is what we're seeing as she's talking to her lady for a second. And it is literally just a shot of her, just like put oh, into that ball. with like water effects on it. Oh, there's not even water effects. It's just uh, kind of shaded differently than what <laughs> it was actually shot as to make it look like it was the pool. I think it, I think there is a water effect at the end. She dips her fingers in, and then there's some like ripples. A, and like in that like half second, it's like oh, that's super fucking fake because at first you're like <laughs> at first i was like damn how'd they get that shot and i was like no that's definitely fake and then she dips her fingers in and i'm like that's fucking fake and it's yeah. bad fake now because they Very put cool. the fucking ripple effect in there and stuff it like she puts her she puts her finger i could be completely wrong about this but i'm pretty sure she puts her fingers in at the end of the bowl and the ripple starts in the middle I think I remember that. And it's yeah. like, it doesn't go out like that. It goes from the center and goes out like somebody dropped a perfect stone in the middle. Right. And I'm just like, and I was like, holy shit, everything about the filmmaking has been so good until these back-to-back shots. Um, so I'm not going to, I'm going to say overall the filmmaking is very good. Um, I just like, I, 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 I like to try to hit everything that I wrote down. And that's yeah. something I wrote down that I was like, oh, Oh I no! Didn't, I didn't <laughs> like, even catch that. I, next time you next time you watch it, you're gonna be like, "Ooh, yeah, that's bad." Because like they <laughs> obviously didn't shoot. They obviously didn't go to France to shoot in front of yeah. the Dauber. And because like the inside like, when they're when they're talking after he comes inside to like talk to her, because this is when yeah. she's like, 
it, it's the scene where they're in the church, they're in Notre Dame, uh, Notre Dame, Notre Dame, they're in Notre Dame, and uh, she's like, oh, well, you need to lose for me to prove my love yeah. and stuff. Uh-huh. And, like, the inside set looks really good and, like, looks uh, uh-huh. and looks good, like, and all that stuff. But, like, just those, like, how he gets in there and then why she's going in is, like, is, like, looks real bad, looks real bad. Okay, now we're back to, like, the standard of, like, right. looking the that's, way we're supposed to. That's one of those things where it's, like, well, first of all, I feel like I didn't notice it because it just, like, that scene makes me uncomfortable because she's just, like, <laughs> give me some poetry, and you know he's just fucked. Like, he doesn't have poetry. And he's, like, your, your tits are yeah, your, your breasts are below your neck. Below your, your neck and stuff. <laughs> and she's, like, yeah, like uh, that, it's like, that's God, the worst but... thing he could have said. And, but yeah, yeah, but it's, pretty it's rough. also like <laughs> it's pretty rough. You don't. They didn't need to do any of that. Like nobody needed mm-hmm. to see the that it was at Notre Dame. Like yeah, it's because they were literally in. It was the French tournament. So yeah, they're like, like, well, if she's going to church and she's nobility, she's gonna go to Notre Dame. Like yeah, <laughs> so we gotta take her there. Like, yeah, we got, like she's got, going we to some to... random church. No one would say anything. And then the it, reflection scene. It's. Just go back and watch it at some like next time you watch it, just remember when that's coming up and be and just look yeah. and you'll be like you'll be like, Oh yeah, it's pretty rough. But again, it, it's two shots. Everything yeah. else and everything else cinematically is like pretty fucking great. I so, feel like there's a lot of things in like right around that era of like two thousand one, like early two thousands, late nineties of where mm-hmm. directors want to put CGI in movies. Oh yeah. Because it was, the, it was yet. the, it was the hip new cool, cheap way yeah. to do it because it, because you know, you didn't have to do these Marvel where like every single shot has like hours of CGI in it. Now it's yeah. the expensive way to do it. It's actually now cheaper to go on location than to right. fake it because of how <laughs> yeah. advanced it's got and how expensive it is. Fucking shout out to the first episode of this whole thing. Alien three. That was one of the main things Tyler and I was talk- talking about the CGI of the um when they because they would did some practical effects of the alien but then they did some cgi of the alien and it's like i think Uh it's 1993 so it's like real early cgi and it was fucking bad like like that that, tyler i was saying it was good tyler was saying it or yeah tyler was saying it was good i was saying it was bad or no what reverse yeah it was was bad you're good he said bad i said good and that was one of the main things uh, I could not look past. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and that's why he won that debate. Cause also that stuff, it really dates things from that period, even more so than like exactly. a star Wars or something that's like way older that it's practical. Yeah. And then like, it it's looks mostly practical, than... but then they have like, but like the blaster shots are obviously faked, but like, right. because it's so little, yeah. it works. And so yeah, they did a, you're trying to do a yeah. big establishing shot and like this uh-huh. cool water shot. And it's just like, come on man yeah <laughs> like i don't know you can you can do you can do that water shot with like lighting and like camera work like right you can actually do that and stuff and like so i don't know I, to me i'll forgive them because it, it's like i know it can be done i sure as fuck couldn't do it so right like, probably and stuff so i'm sure i feel like they tried <laughs> to do uh-huh. it and they were like fuck it we already yeah, got the fucking probably. we already got the cgi team to do the fucking uh, outside Notre Dame shot. We'll just pay him uh, a little extra money to do this real quick too. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so. There was also one at the, there's one at the beginning. It wasn't CGI, but I think it's the first time that he's on the horse when he takes Sir Ector's place. And he, 
it shows the guy on the horse and it just does not look like him at all. Like you see yeah. him in the eyes and I'm like, mm-hmm. that's not, that can't that's be. The, that's not Heath. Heath Ledger. Like, that's not I Heath. didn't really notice it at any other time. Like I tried to look for it, but like that first time you're just like, man, this mm-hmm. is not, <laughs> it didn't look like him at all. But yeah. Um, again, I think, yeah, yeah, that, that I, I didn't notice that. So whenever I watch it again, I'll need to look out for it. Um, but yeah, it's just like there's there's a couple mishits with the filmmaking stuff, but like it, it's they're far and few between. So like yeah. the filmmaking process, like they were super good. So I don't know. I would just say like I would say overall, I love the concept. It's based off of Chaucer's life and one of his tales like like he lived this year of his life where we didn't know anything about him. And that is where the inspiration for the Knight's tale in the Canterbury tales comes from. Like, I love that. I think that's awesome. The acting is fucking spot on like almost the entire time, but the music is infuriating to me. The sports movie wrapped in a fantasy. I wanted to forgive but I just, it's hard for me to, especially because the writing, uh, the, the, the end of it, just like the last 20 to 50, uh, 20 to 25, 30 minutes of just like, oh, wait, no, this is really the high stakes and stuff, like just really uh, bother me because it's, it, it is, it's such a fun movie. It's so uh, good. It's like yeah. such a fun watch and stuff. But then you're like, oh, yeah, I forgot this. This was all fake. And there's some really serious, things is like they talk about it amongst themselves but again nobody's prying nobody's like keeping yeah, an eye on it nobody's and again it's it's the year 1200 half mm-hmm. the, they don't know what a writer is so it's <laughs> hard to get information and stuff so it's hard yeah. to fact check these things and i understand that like right. that's obviously a thing so yeah i think I, that's fair that's um, this, i think yeah or you, you've done you oh it's just that that's it. just like that's more. my that's my wrap up of like why uh why I think 59% makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. I think the the thing that you bring up that makes the most sense that I can't really refute is the lack of um, setting up the him getting caught. Is mm-hmm. that like if they had dropped some hints throughout of sprinkled in some Adamar being like a little suspicious mm-hmm. or like looking for a reason. I obviously he wants to like get rid of him, but it's kind of also a very convenient, like for Adamar to be like, Oh, Mm -hmm. nice. He's not really a knight. And Mm -hmm. so he, he almost gets like for his story, like briefly is resolved like that as well. Yeah. Um, He gets the, the, whatever the dosex Mahina, he gets his own. Yeah. He gets his own little one. Like, Oh, nice. Like, I don't think that we, Somebody yes, who we I'll didn't even know, yeah, some entity came out of nowhere and saved the day for him for a uh-huh. brief moment and stuff. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. it's like, so it's very frustrating. I get that, but, but overall, like, I think all of all of the like kind of quirks of it, like the modern language sprinkled throughout and the modern music throughout the whole thing, I think works with what the director was trying to do. And that's mm-hmm. something that like he set out to do something and he like just nailed it, like did exactly mm-hmm. what he was trying to do. So I think mm-hmm. I can accept all of those things as part of the, since they 
align with the general direction mm-hmm. and general theme of the movie. It's that he was mm-hmm. able to say, okay, so it's a movie for common people about common people. He separates the common people with like the kind of more somewhat modern mm-hmm. ling- uh, language and mm-hmm. the sports movie aspect with the music and like appealing to common people that way as well with the sports right. and music and stuff. And then he has the Chaucer kind of bridge character that, like mm-hmm. you said, he always talks like he's in medieval times, basically. Yeah. Like even, when doing, even when he's doing, even when he's doing hood rat shit, <laughs> yeah. like he's still talking like that. He's still yeah, in that exactly. Persona. And so the fact that it aligns with the film, and I just love the film. Like great acting. Yeah. Like Heath Ledger is just such an effortless actor. Like it's, he, it's just, it was so easy for him. It's it was it's a so simple easy. Was so character that relies mostly on charisma, but like it still feels like he's playing. He's William Thatcher. Like yeah, somebody like. Brad Pitt, who's sick, it kind of a lot of his movies is like, oh, that's Brad Pitt playing yeah. Achilles, or that's Brad Pitt oh, yeah. playing, etc. So cool oh. in its own way, but like this is very mm-hmm. much just like he's William well, Thatcher. I mean, that's a that's a that's a it's a fan that the Heath Ledger point is a fantastic point because like watch this and then watch Ten Things I Hate About You. Yeah, you're like that's not the same person. I mean, they right. look different. Obviously, it's a modern it's a more modern uh, movie and stuff. Uh-huh. Uh, but like, you're like, that's not, that's not the same person. Like, yeah. it, it, like they're like, no, that's William Thatcher and whatever his name is. And I forget uh, 10 things I hate about you and stuff. And then obviously the Joker, like that's, I, well, you can't really see him. So you, it's hard to tell that it's him anyway, but like, like it seems like that was like, if the Joker was real, that was it. You know what I mean? Like, uh, yeah. I, I, I will say, I, I will say I like, uh, not to get too into it. I like, a. I think I like Jack Nicholson's Joker just a tad better because it's a yeah. little more like based on the OG comics and stuff and like the original impetus of the right. character. Um, Chris Nolan was doing his own kind of a thing. Right. So, yeah. uh, but like, so like that, like if you're talking about like a gritty fucking Joker that w- we saw it, that was not Heath yeah, Ledger. Yeah. That was the actual Joker. And we and obviously was, know what happens uh, uh, because that wasn't because Heath Ledger that. as the Joker. That was fucking, the, that fucking guy, that fucking, fucking terrifying, Jack- like, Jack Nicholson, who's apparently never talked about it that much, like on record and stuff like it's I don't know. I'm pretty sure this isn't rumor and stuff like this is a fact. He as soon as he heard Heath Ledger was going to be playing the Joker, he called him and said, be fucking careful. Yeah, it's really easy to fall into this guy like and like, uh, which is why the Joker is my favorite, like one of my favorite villains of all time. Oh, yeah, uh, regardless, regardless, uh, the sidebar. The other actors did a great job. Uh, yeah, everybody Paul character was like, it's an all time favorite character. Of my mine. favorite. Yeah. Well, Him playing Chaucer was just like, Oh, it was just too good. So good. So entertaining. And I think, I think because of everything you said. Um, and uh, when I was doing my, uh, my research, I came, I was Googling, you know, like a knight's tale and like stuff about mm-hmm. a knight's tale. And one of the top results was a knight's tale too. And I was like, oh, what? What? I what? About that. So uh, I found an interview with the director from 2021. Um, I could not name a single another movie that this guy has done. Um, oh, I was but, lo- I looked it up. He did uh, Man on Fire. Really? That's what it said. I just kind of looked up and then clicked he on did? him. And I was like. Oh, let me God. let me double check because that, Hold on, that yeah. was one of those where I was like, that doesn't make sense. Like he was on there. I have him on there for 42, the like Jackie Robinson movie. Okay. Yeah. That's not, 
That's uh, awesome. Legend, the one with. Uh, oh yeah, because he wrote and directed it. Oh, Legend, yeah, with a uh, uh, Tom Hardy and Tom Hardy, which apparently is really yeah. good. I haven't seen that one. But yeah, yeah, Tom Hardy and Tom Hardy. Either. I mean, this guy's got a hell of a last name. I'm gonna have to. He record. He did a. He directed a. 1990 wow he has only done seven things the first thing he ever directed was tales from the crypt like an episode of tales from the crypt back in 1996 wow oh my god he directed payback by uh with mel gibson one of his early early movies i haven't seen that one but like i heard it's really good yeah uh, back, seen that yeah back before mel gibson got a little buck wild Hold on. I hate how when oh, you Oh, he's got two he's got two more movies coming out. He's directed two more movies that are coming out. One called Finest Kind, one word, and one called Button Man the Killing Game. Oh, oh wow. damn. <laughs> That's interesting. Oh, it's based off a graphic novel. Oh, damn. A group of millionaires hire their own hitmen against each other in a secret deadly game. Oh, shit. That sounds fucking awesome. And it's based off of a comic book. Fuck okay. yeah. That's All right. Cool. Yeah. So this guy, this guy knows what he's doing. Okay. Um, and he, he didn't actually direct uh, Man on Fire. It was Tony Scott. Oh, okay. But he was involved. Um, he was one of the. I, maybe he helped write or something like that. Um, I don't have time to do that deep dive. But he, he, the other movie that is coming out that he did that's in post-production right now um, is called The Finest Kind One. It's called it's called Finest Kind. It's about it's two brothers are pulled into a deal with an organized crime syndicate in Boston. The main character is Jenna Ortega. Like what? And then Tommy Lee Jones is in it too. What the fuck? Which one is Jenna Ortega? Oh, she wait, is. Like she's Wednesday. Green. Right. Yeah, the girl in the new screams and Wednesday from Wednesday right, right, right. on Netflix. Yeah. Okay, that's fucking holy shit. Okay, so yeah, this guy knows what the movie. fuck he's she's doing. having a moment right now. She is having a moment right now, and I'm here for it because I think she's I think she's very good. Um, but uh, so that's interesting. But I uh, so I saw an interview because I was like 2021. I was like, what has this guy been up to? Uh, yeah. but like apparently he's been doing. He's like had a few movies. And he's got two more coming out. Um, here pretty soon. And um, it was about a Knight's Tale two, and apparently, um, Paul Bettany kind of pitched an idea of like, what if we did a sequel that was um, Jocelyn and William's daughter who <laughs> wants to joust, oh, no. <laughs> and she has to keep her identity secret because she's a woman, uh-huh. and. Um, in like the, the interview, like he says, um, he's like, I think it's a really fun idea. I think he alludes to like, well, like we can't do it without Heath. So uh, yeah. what's the point? Right. Um, and stuff, but he, but at the end of the day, like the last thing he says, like the end of the, his last quote in the interview is, uh, that like they had so much fun making a knight's tale and like it was just such a good time and such a fond memory that you can't reproduce it yeah ever so like so basically he was he was shutting down like that there would ever be a sequel he's like because this was he's like it's too 
perfect for what we were trying to do, which with everything you're saying, the director said it too and stuff. I'm going to have to concede. (laughs) I have my (laughs) issues with this movie, (laughs) but it it does does exactly what it's supposed to do. Yeah. You know, like it does exactly what you want. Like you're not, again, like I'm, I always read too much into these things and stuff. And like, but like even when I did, but even when I did read into it, um, I found something so much deeper that I never knew. Yeah. All the stuff with Chaucer, and stuff i like didn't realize that that there was that much like some of the stuff that i was seeing and reading about was like like uh uh like academic journals talking about a knight's tale and like (laughs) the original like chaucer and stuff and i was like what the fuck is this like i was like i thought the whole point of this movie that was that it wasn't deep so it came from a very deep historical literary root and they made something so fucking fun to watch uh-huh. even if i have my problems with it right that yeah. it's just like who cares <laughs> you know what yeah, i mean at the like, end it's, it's just it's fun like it yeah. reminds me of like a, a james gunn film yeah or show. exactly like, he's, he's really big right now and like just the exactly. kind of effortless comedic timing and it's just mm-hmm. fun and it's for the people and like Oh yeah, doesn't I'm, take I'm, itself too seriously, but I'm bitching about one scene anything. and then I'm cracking up the next scene, and I'm like, yeah, ah, exactly. this movie's still fun. You know what I mean? Like, like it, it, it. Sometimes it's really hard for me to find the the bad in a movie when I'm my uh, whoever my guest is uh, for an episode is like, well, I want to say it's good, and I'm like, well, fuck, I like that movie. This one, it was it was easy to find some bad in it. Yeah, based on my personal opinions about how. I think stuff should go when it comes to movies. Um, but that's like mostly what it was. It was like, well, that's my personal opinion. Yeah. Like, so that's why I think a 59% isn't necessarily unfair, but yeah, but I can see why <laughs> critics would not like parts of it, but I mean, oh, yeah. like I said, all of the, most of the things are justifiable by being aligned with the like main, themes yeah. and like purposes exactly. of the movie everything um, wraps up there's there's no loose ends you yeah. know like she brings she brings his dad to the final thing she gets to see him win he uh, obviously knows that he is actually a knight now and stuff yeah. so he can he can die happy like finally <laughs> exactly. the poor fucking blind man the poor fucking man um yeah and like everything like that so like yeah there's bits that again like with his dad like bits that are not supposed to be funny but like i found funny the coolest way to abandon your child like for (laughs) sure like rock and roll um but like it all it it just it just all works so well yeah and again i think i think a big part of it is definitely like you said like heath ledger just it would have been hard to it would have been hard with anybody else like the, the comedy hits super hard and then also like the emotion Mm-hmm. like the stuff with his dad and like him them like realizing their dreams hits hard the love story is like yeah it's just kind of a side thing that they put in all of those movies yeah again it's, it's you don't really 2001 like, it's a sports movie so there's got to be some love in there like yeah. it, it, like it, you it, don't really it, feel much from that but like the emotion like with his father and like just mm. the way he plays it and everything is just and it's just it, his his, his passion his drive his honor mm-hmm. and everything yeah. and stuff like like it, it 
if they didn't have a love story in there, it would have been kind of weird. It would be kind of weird. You know what I mean? Like for like the type of movie that they were setting out to make, it would have been fucking weird. Yeah. Um, You got to throw some in there and like, yeah, yeah. he's got to get the girl as well. And it worked. And it it all, it all wraps up with a, a fucking pretty little bow. And I love it. I'm I'm, I'm here for it. I'm here for it. So I appreciate you coming over to the, the right side. I know you got a you got a tough job over there having to take whatever <laughs> cards be. you're dealt and uh, work sometimes, with it. Sometimes sometimes it's it. very easy. I will yeah, say. Yeah. Sometimes <laughs> it's very easy. Like the one I did with my buddy Jonathan. I fucking Pumpkinhead is like one of those like like B horror classics and stuff that people just like. It's got like a cult following and stuff, and I fucking hate that movie so really? that was super that one was super easy for me to yell about i've never i've um, never seen it honestly a lot of the movies that you've done i have not seen and i need to like go through and do like a bad oh, movie yeah. debate marathon see and that's kind of the whole point of this is like somebody we're shitting on them like i'm shitting on them or whoever's shitting on them whoever i'm talking to but like watch these movies yeah we're, we're doing we're, we've been talking for like fucking two hours about this movie there that it's worth watching <laughs> like you know oh, all sure. yeah. every movie we've ever i've ever done on this uh on this fucking podcast is worth watching and i and i implore everyone to watch these movies as we yeah. talk about them because like uh it's just great it, it, it's just so it's a uh, bad movies are just so fun <laughs> they're just so <laughs> yeah. they're they're the best uh, and people and people have very differing opinions about him and stuff like yeah my buddy like my buddy jonathan he's like Pumpkinhead's the best and he literally works in the film industry and he's like <laughs> i love that movie and i'm like you're an idiot <laughs> and i won that one spoiler alert i won that one yeah. i was able to i was able to convince him he was like yeah it's not good he's like i just like it and i'm like he's like lots of people like it and i'm like yeah lots of people like a bunch of trash <laughs> like it's fine and he's yeah, like all right well and fast and furious movies like. yeah exactly oh my god oh i can't talk about them i can't talk about them. I hate those movies so much if you've seen the first one you've seen all of them just with less cool stunts like that's oh it. yeah uh-huh. that's it that's all the first one actually is about family the rest of it's about how much money can we spend blowing up shit uh-huh. <laughs> and that, uh, but they're all still about family apparently but whatever it's fine <laughs> yeah. it's fine it's a roller coaster they're roller coaster movies which is fine roller coaster movies are fun this one not a roller coaster movie it feels like it but there's something deeper behind it which is why mm-hmm. michael wins and I get to lose, which is fine. Um, right. I think I've lost. I think I've only won. I won the pumpkin head one. I think that's the <laughs> only. I think I think that might be the only one that I've won. Dang. Well, what? you know, maybe it's about it's about playing the game. You know, it's about, it's about getting out there anyway. It's the journey. I can change exactly. my. I can change my stars if I try hard <laughs> enough. I will. I will win. I will be the best movie debater of all time. Um, yeah. But for now, Michael is the master debater. Um, so congratulations, Michael. Fuck you. you. Just kidding. I love you. Um, it's fine. Uh, I'll pick an easier movie next time to do. Um, yeah. No. No idea when that's going to be. Just yeah, I got to talk to some people all about right. it. I've got one. So I need to. I almost put it on my list of fantasy movies, but it just gets so much shit that I and I haven't seen it since I was probably like twelve. That's but, perfect. Uh, King Arthur, the Clive Owen one. Oh my god! And Kira Knightley. I, oh my god! I loved that when I was younger, and so I need to go back and watch that again and see oh, if I can like, uh, pull enough out of it to be like, yeah, I still like this and. 
because it's it's well, you know twenty somethings I think from the it's two thousand four I got it pulled up from the producer of Pirates of the Caribbean. The, so, maybe that's why I liked it. You know, plus, Keira Knightley, you know, fucking, everybody had a crush on her. She's running around painted blue. And where is saying, he? All right, where is he? Oh, he's not in it. Orlando Bloom's not in this one. So I don't know if you'll like. I don't They've know if you like it. Orlando now. Bloom knockoff though. So I mean, they do Clive Owen, yeah. Uh, but really? also, Keira Knightley, uh, Mads Milkinson is in it and he's, he's fucking yeah, amazing some good actors like yeah. five on sick uh joel, joel edgerton uh uh stellan skosgard the older the old skosgard he's in the new dune he's the fat guy in dune in the new dune oh right right yeah yep. he's like the bad guy yeah yeah the bad, he's, he, he's the he's he's the bad guy in, okay. uh, well I, I i don't know about this but uh in, he, uh, in dune, dune yeah he's, he is, yeah, he's but, definitely yeah, i don't guy. remember maybe he's not uh, i don't know it's been a long time like I said but yeah, I'll no, this is that one. And then, oh, it's a really good cast. Uh, oh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe we we might yeah. need to. Hold on, I gotta look it up. I gotta yeah, see what Amelia it is. Just got home. Um, oh shoot! From Bonnaroo. Hi, Amelia. I need to. I just want to see what this movie is real quick. Oh my god, it's got a thirty-one percent. Okay, yeah, we can totally <laughs> do this. <laughs> oh shit, that's real bad. Ooh, yeah, 50, so I'll have to rewatch 50. it and see if I it still holds up for me. audience score. 59% audience score. Still pretty bad. Oh, that's bad. If the audience isn't at least above 60, then it's like... It's gotta be bad. Because I feel like Hook was like a 90% audience score, even though it was like 29 or something. Oh, yeah. The people people love Hook. Um, Sorry, so Michael and I are going to do that at some point. Uh, Not not for the next episode, but we'll do that. Um, Follow me on uh, Insta, Bad Move Debate, all one word, to keep updated. I'm going to do a poll, as I always do, about what the people think about this. I already know this is going to get a 99% love, and I'm going to be the 1% that says no, because I have to. (laughs) Um, just to try to just to try to get some shit going um follow follow me on spot yeah the contract i wrote for myself um (laughs) even even when it's a lie um but it's fine um follow me on spotify that helps a lot rate you can't really review on there but rate five stars please that's the shit um yeah that's it thank you michael for uh for being here and uh thanks for having me this is a lot of fun I gotta go help carry stuff in from Bonnaroo. Nah, she's fine. She'll be alright. She's fine. All right. Well, hi Amelia. Um, I'll see y'all soon. We'll talk soon. See you, Uh, bud. Have a good one, buddy. Until next time. All right.